Blog Talk Radio. Hey folks, how are we doing? We're back here. We took a little interruption in between, a little longer than we planned on actually. But welcome back to the Coast to Coast Show. My name is Andy Kimball. Amanda Love will be joining us again from the UK in just a couple minutes. We're also going to have the producer of the show, Cornell Butler, back online too in just a couple of minutes as well. Hope you're all doing okay wherever you are in the world. And I want to thank all the followers of the show. It's growing pretty quickly. And we started doing this just to kind of vent ourselves and get the word out and make some kind of uh, make an impact where and how we could. And and it seems to be uh, working slowly but surely, and I want to thank our international audience. It's really uh, – I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm impressed, and I want to thank everybody for joining us. And uh, and also the uh, – perhaps due to Amanda there, Amanda, the, the audience in the U.K. is also a, a good chunk of our following as well. Well, so, that's, that's uh, yeah. amazing that we've got some U.K. people on the uh, supporting side, bless them. So very grateful. Yeah, you. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, oh, Cornell's coming back on. Yeah, we took a little bit longer of a commercial break there, and uh, but yes. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that because the commercial kind of. Anyway, I'm just gonna uh, go to a break and come right back because that's what we're supposed to do right now. So we'll do it. Here we go. <clears throat> Dear mainland, aloha. My brother and I keep hearing about your fear of missing out. FOMO, running this way and that to try and do every little thing, maybe you don't worry about FOMO. Instead, maybe you try a little slow-mo with a cold corner beer. Brother, you get FOMO. No more. One life, right? Don't blow it. Mahalo. Hey, Cornell, why don't you tell our listening audience what you tried for the first time over the weekend? Oh, my gosh, man. Kona, it was excellent, man. It was very good, man. I really just, wow. I really enjoyed it. I really did. Oh, amazing. Which one and did you I'm, have? Um, I had, actually, I had like two, and I still have four more left, but I can't wait to dig into you them. You did the uh, gold nail, so, right? You're telling me the gold nail, the blue wave? Um, I did the, um, I had the, um, the blue, I mean, the big wave. Big wave, yes, right. gold nail. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. I like yeah, the name. The big wave. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it got great, you know, I, I describe it as a, a you know, and I I like craft beers. I like I like beers. I like wine, I like mixed drinks, but I'm I like I like a good beer, I like a good craft beer. And um and I you know, obviously been drinking beer for quite some time. And uh when I tried Kona beer for the first time in Hawaii I was like, wow, this is it was really taken by it. And when I, I was so delighted when I came back uh, to the mainland here and found it at Total Wine and started buying the variety pack, as we spoke about many times on the show. Because uh, <laughs> when I see some, when, you know, I, uh, when, I, when, I, when I buy a product and it really works as advertised or exceeds my expectations, or if I taste something and it's really good, I'm like a kid in some ways. I'm like I'm excited like about, it. I'll, about it. I'll, I'll tell everybody, man, this is you know, and and this is one beer that, and I want to make it clear, they they are not a sponsor of our program. So this is this is just us expressing our opinion and hopefully promoting Definitely. the product because we're we're big fans of theirs. And uh, maybe actually, someday, I told, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I told somebody one of my friends today. He said, "Oh man," and actually he said, "It's out of Hawaii." He was like, "Yeah." He said, "I had that I think in 1993." He said, wow. and I told him where you get it, where you can get it at, and he was like, oh, yeah. I'm on my way. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, it's Cornell was telling me, you know, because I used to describe the beer. I don't, I don't, I don't you know, we can talk about this uh, all day long on the beer show, but just real quick, <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I used to, uh, to describe it as a beer with like a nice, pleasant bite, like a nice bite and a nice aftertaste. And Cornell, as we're drinking one together, the same beer, three thousand miles apart. And um, and Cornell said, you know, it's kind of like almost like an orange, like a citrusy orange aftertaste. And and I'm like, yeah, huh. that's that's yeah. that's it, right? Yep. Nice. It goes down like spring water. It goes down like spring water and ends up like it's nice. Ooh, yeah. Kona beer, <laughs> so folks. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so getting back to our show here in the news, uh, we're, we're going to talk more about the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and what the uh, Senate uh, is liable to do now, and uh, which is this. Uh, let's rewind the clock four years ago. Um, Obama had a vacancy to a point on the Supreme Court with nine months left of his administration. Then Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, had said, uh, you know, we're not going to put forth the nomination. We're not going to hear it uh, because there's going to be an administration change and maybe a party change, and we should let the voters decide which way they'd like to go, let the voters be part of this. So even though Barack Obama appointed Garrett uh, uh, Merritt Garland, who was just outstanding, outstanding candidate, not extreme left, you know, very centered, very bright, uh, impeccable reputation as a judge. Um, uh, he would have been an excellent Supreme Court justice. And uh, Mitch, they wouldn't hear it. Mitch McConnell would not allow the Senate to convene to to hear the nomination uh, proceedings. So, um, and then you had other senators such as uh, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and others um, say in front of the podium publicly and uh, addressing the Senate and Congress um, that they should make it now, um, you know, make it a something we're going to abide by in the future, that when an administration is coming close to its termination as an administration, as, as, a, as a ruling party in the White House, so to speak, we should not have a proceeding to decide a Supreme Court justice. We should let the voters decide, and let's carry that forward from now on. This is what mm-hmm. the Republicans said four years ago. Because okay, right. the Democrats obviously wanted to put Obama's choice in. They wanted. What, why are you waiting? The the, the the Second Amendment, the Constitution says, "Hey, the president shall nominate uh, the, the the vacancies of the Supreme Court, which is a lifelong position." So obviously, that that decision and that nomination is very. It's crucially important and can determine how we. Live as a society. Uh, yeah. So many, so many, uh, from Roe v. Wade, you know, abortion to education to the environment to you know, just so many yeah. things. Um, so death penalty, I mean, goes on and on and on. So um, you know, that position is very crucial. So now it's come back. So that was four years ago. Now it's come back to 2020. Right now, mm-hmm. we're not talking nine months like Obama had. We're talking 43 days. So we, the country might decide and another party is going to move in and take control of the White House. Yeah. And yeah. and the Republicans are saying, let's get this through right away. Let's get this through as fast as we can. Get our guy, get our guy, or a girl, as the case may be. Um, the case probably will be, actually. Um, a, a conservative woman, very, very conservative woman, I would imagine, mm-hmm. which would, um, which would uh, lay the Supreme Court with a six to three majority of Republican nominees and conservative justices. This could be Horrific for the United right. States of America. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely scary. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like we're going back to the, you know, Stone Age. Yeah. Right. But, but it's crucially important. So let's get just jump right now. Having said that, let's jump right now to Biden's response, not just to RBG's passing, but to the. Um, What's happening with the Senate? And there's, it sounds like a, a lot of reverb when he spoke. He spoke to an empty hall at the Constitution Center in Philadelphia just a few days ago. Here we go. Okay. Now, having lost Justice Ginsburg less than seven weeks before election this year, after Americans have already begun to cast their vote, it's estimated that up to 40 percent of Americans will have voted by October 1st. At least 30 percent, tens of millions. And you can't unring the bell. Having made this their standard and it served their interests, they cannot just four years later change course when it doesn't serve their ends. Look, I'm not being naive. I'm not speaking to President Trump, who will do whatever he wants. I'm not speaking to Mitch McConnell to do what he wants, and he does. I'm speaking to those Republicans out there, Senate Republicans, who know deep down what is right for the country 
and consistent with the Constitution as I stay here and stand here in the Constitution Center. Not just what's best for their party. I'm speaking for millions of Americans out there who already have voted and continue to vote and will have many more voted by the time this process is finished. Millions of Americans who are voting because they know their health care hangs in the balance. In the middle of the worst global health crisis in living memory, Donald Trump is before the Supreme Court trying to strip health care coverage away from tens of millions of families and to strip away the peace of mind of more than 100 million Americans with pre-existing conditions. If he succeeds, insurers could once again discriminate or drop coverage completely for people living with pre-existing conditions like asthma, diabetes, cancer. Uh, a far, I would say, a very contrasting, uh, you know, a, a huge difference between his speech and his dialect, his, you know, his, how he comes across and that of the president of the United States, I would say, do you agree? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty, yes. pretty significant, pretty significant. And, um, you know, again, uh, let's hear from the I president. I actually like Congress. women much more than I like men. Yeah, see? So, uh, you know, uh, yes. So that, that was Joe a- Biden, the uh, Democratic nominee for president, and the latter was the current president of the United States. Uh, what I say from- is what I say. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. I think what you just said is very important. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I'll be right back. Wait a minute. Hey. 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 Okay. Okay. Air pressure again. Okay, now where were we? All right. Andy, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. What kind of toilet is that? Does it have a long flush? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the water out here, you know, they're using so much water to fight the fires that, you know, you got to kind of, you know, bear it with the yeah, toilets. It like, a, like school, a school toilet or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh. them. <laughs> I remember them. But getting back to what... Um, what Biden was referring to is that, you know, a Republican vote to replace um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg before the next presidential inauguration could deepen, you know, the pressure, uh, severely deepen the pressure on the majority, the Republican majority, that is already threatening to really, it would take over all the elements of the American political system. I mean, this would, you know, a 66 to three uh, lean would be significant. Now, Here's some news for you folks. I got some news here. Got some news. Wait, let me get my let me let me go get to the teletype here if I can get to the teletype. Um, the news is this: that should Joe Biden, this is interesting, should Joe Biden become elected, become the next president, and the Republicans do get their way with a nominee prior to the election or between the election and the swearing in the next president. Joe Biden, the House and the Senate has it within their power to expand the Supreme Court of the United States. And the Republicans know it. So you've got, you know, and the polls are showing across the board. I mean, it's a little scary because we, you know, we, we, we don't, we know, we know we're, what polls are good for. We've been there and look where we are right now today. Um, so but but let's say the polls are, are correct, and, and we discussed the Electoral College map here on the show. We went over it. We kind of swapped in, swapped out, done different things. It seemed like Biden pretty much was going to get this thing, but we still don't know that 
true, right? But yeah. the Republican members of the Senate, which are also many of them are up for re-election, who are, have been quiet, uh, have been slowly but steadily you know, silencing themselves, distancing themselves, because they they're trying to 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 tread water to save their own seats. And right. what what they know uh, what they know is well wait a minute folks even if we approve a Republican nominee for the Supreme Court Biden can come in with the Democratic House which we have right now and maybe all we need to do is turn three seats for a Democrat Senate that's it and we know we're wow. going to get Mark in Arizona the former astronaut he's probably going to come in so there's one right there two more um, yeah and and they have now the ability. To, to put three or more new justices on a new Supreme Court, which could be 12 or 11 or whatever it is. And, and yeah. they would nominate three or four liberal justices. Bam, done. And they know it. You know, this is very, very, what a game of chess this is. What a game of chess. And isn't it a shame that it come down to even having a conversation like this? We shouldn't be talking about this. We should be talking healthcare. We should be talking for cancer. We should be talking about the coronavirus and almost 200,000 deaths. We should be talking more about the environment. We should be talking Absolutely. about war, peace, yeah. gun control, education, things that matter, the future, business, right? And look what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Look what we're forced to talk about because these are the issues that are confronting us all today, right now. And, it, and it's just, it, you know, I, I wonder, I mean, this is, this is really 2020? If you told me this 10 or 15 years ago, what would we be talking about today? I would never believe it. What do you think, Amanda? I know what you think. I mean, uh, to me, it's all all madness. I agree with everything you've just said. Um, I'm a pretty straightforward kind of girl, although I'm a very deep thinker, too. And, um, you know, I believe in trying to resolve a lot of the world's issues. You know, and when you see this whole political dance taking place, uh, dancing around the issues that we're all so desperate to change, all of us are desperate to change, whether people admit that or not, we all want that change and we'll, we are settling for this nonsense we're settling yeah. for it, we're trusting in a person who we don't really know, we don't know this person, he's, he's a stranger to all of us, just because he stands on the stage and says, you know, I'm the president of your country and I've got your best interests at heart. We trust that. We blindly yeah. trust that. But we don't trust in ourselves. Yeah. We don't trust in ourselves to make the right judgments. And when I say judgments, I don't mean judging somebody for their actions. I mean making the right judgments for ourselves and our communities and people in general. You know, We don't know mm-hmm. how to exist with each other. We only know how to fight against each other with our own opinions and mm-hmm. ideas that are ingrained into us from leaders like Trump and other political mm-hmm. heads in various other countries, you know, people we are supposedly meant to trust in. And how can you trust that when all of these things are just being danced around? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I feel very much as passionate as you, Andy, with this whole situation. And like I said before, even though I don't live there, it mm-hmm. still affects me dramatically. Well, I have convinced you guys. A federal judge dismisses a lawsuit by Trump campaign challenging the violence and voting law. I didn't hear that sweetheart very well. Sorry. A federal judge dismisses a lawsuit by Trump campaign challenging Nevada mail and voting Oh, oh, right. Okay, so Nevada is going to be able to do mail-in ballots. Uh, The Trump administration tried to stop mail-in ballots. Okay. Um, Mail-in voting law, yep. Thanks for that update, Cornell. Here's – let's let's give some background on that. Uh, we know, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, everybody knows there's mail-in ballots. There's 80 million going out. Um, and again, we're going to rewind the clock. Uh, decades and decades and decades and decades and decades of presidential elections, many of them, uh, congressional, senates, local elections, mayors, governors, across the board, school board, you name it. We've had elections in this country for a very, very, very long time, right? Um, 
Do we know about what the percentage of outright fraud has been in any election, whether it be presidential or otherwise? Minuscule. Minuscule. And we know that there are states that have already had mail-in ballots already for years. You know what the fraud rate was? Negligible. No. Almost non-existent, right? So the okay. Republicans now, – now, the Republicans um, are bringing this to the forefront and making it an issue because they know that the people that are most likely to vote via mail-in ballot are going to be Democrats. And that's a fact, All right? So, yeah. Um, so that's that's why that's a concern. Now, um, good for Nevada, good for the federal judge. See, you know, great. that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. If if the uh, that's fabulous. I'm, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. That's that's wonderful. Um, if the Republic, if the Senate, if Mitch McConnell and Republicans uh, did in fact elect some a a nominee to the Supreme Court. Um, it would, in fact, well, <laughs> this is important. Most of the country, if, if it were up to the popular vote, Democrats would win in the past eight presidential elections. Eight pres- Okay, so in terms wow. of the population, what state they live in, that's the Electoral College map, right? Just talking mm-hmm. about people in general. More votes traditionally in every President, not every, but a majority of presidential elections have favored the Democrat candidate. All right. So if the Republican-led Senate confirmed a nominee from President Donald Trump before January, it would mark the third time that a GOP majority set, you know, a majority Senate that represents well below half of the U.S. population, allocating half of each state to each senator, would elevate a justice chosen by Trump, who lost the popular vote by three million. Wow. Okay. You see, we, I, I want our listeners to be really clear. And, and again, if you disagree with anything that we're that we're talking about, or have your own feelings, maybe not disagree, but just your own opinion, which is what I like to to think. Uh, and you like to share that opinion, we don't bite. Uh, give us a call. It's five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. We'd love to have you on the show, and and talk about what your feeling is about all this, and and what what is your feeling about putting a Justice of the Supreme Court or electing a Justice of the Supreme Court prior to the uh, November election. It's, uh, it, yeah, know, I'd be what, what very next? interested to hear what yeah. the, our listeners have to say about this. Very interested. You so please feel free to call in. Beautiful news. You want to hear some yes. real great? Yeah. Yes, we do. Oh, Go ahead. Go couple, for it. Check it out. Indian couple runs street side classes for poor students in New Delhi. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Mm. I like that. I like hearing these positive things. You bet. You bet. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so um, I had a question for you, Amanda. I think yes, you told us this on a previous show. I'm sorry, I forgot. How, okay. When do you have elections? When does Boris Johnson come up for re-election? Um, you know, I I'm terrible with that. Let me find that out for you. Fucking it up too. I think I just asked the question. He's listening in. I know, but you see, this is where I lost complete faith in the government. I lost all interest in in voting and. Uh, let's look. Hmm. Next show. But I know he, and you have a, you have a similar election there. Now, now in the UK, it's yes. not you don't have the equivalent of of electoral college. It's popular vote, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Whoever gets um, the most votes wins. Period. Doesn't matter where yeah. they live. Absolutely. So every, yeah. every voice counts. Every voice counts. That's yeah. amazing. It is, but, you know, there's also been um, many conspiracy theories, like as, as I should imagine there is over there, of do people really have a say? Are these things rigged to suit government? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you hear all these interesting 
interesting stories when it comes to things like that. And I think it makes a lot of people think, and especially when people are losing faith in government and our leaders, that people start looking to these things more, right? Yeah. Looking into these yeah. things, you know, to, to understand why things are happening the way they are, why people are not being heard. Um, so, yeah. Mm, the uh, you know and here and another reason why this whole scenario, this whole situation and potential scenario regarding another nominating the Supreme Court justice is is so vitally important here, is the yeah. fact that that Trump is in the White House and is mm. therefore empowered to nominate a Supreme Court justice because yeah. seventy four thousand people said he could. 2.75 million more votes went to Hillary Clinton than Donald Trump. But the 74,000 people who put him in the office gives him the power to say who the next Supreme Court justice is going to be. It is so mm-hmm. wrong. I just can't. You know, if anybody just reads yeah. me and get on and talk about it, I want, to, I want to hear about it. Yeah. I want to hear about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay, and so I'm, it. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Our next general election is uh, 2nd of May 2024. Wow. So we had Boris um, join us last year. Okay. Hmm. So it should be interesting to see where it goes. And Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's mixed reactions about his uh, leadership, but I think he's doing or serving as well with the COVID situation compared to, I guess, how Trump is uh, taking things over there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It appears that way, but I mean, you can only make comparisons by country by country, and you know, the, I think Sweden or Switzerland—they did it really well right from the start, really well, and they had low cases compared to the surrounding countries, um, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, putting other countries down for the way they were dealing with the whole COVID situation. So, hmm. Mm. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. And and you have a parliament there, which is equivalent to our Congress here in the United States. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, you know, I was in London for the first time in November, and I went down and saw the, with the, uh, my buddy uh, Queen Mary. It's a, not not Queen Mary. It's a boat. That's not like ice cream. <laughs> Uh, Queen Mary, I like when are you coming out with a new album? So you came in on the Queen Mary, right? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after this message. Use art to teach math with Learn It by Art. These art integration kits have all the supplies and lessons you need to help students increase standardized test scores, strengthen critical thinking skills, and reduce classroom disruptions. These kits will save you hours of prep time so you can work more closely with your students and engage them with hands-on activities. Learn it by art, know it by heart. Visit learnitbyart.com today. Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like don't forget hang time with your ohana. Don't forget to step outside every now and then. And don't forget the big wave golden ale. So maybe you make a to-don't list today, yeah? Put it on your to-do list. Good one, brother. One life, right? Mob, Longboard Island Lager, and big wave golden ale from Kona Brewing. Never get enough of that. Never get enough. Never get enough. Hey, Andy, I want to tell the people, you know, you always could join Coast to Coast. Radio um, on Block Block Talk Radio by hitting the um, join button. Just push join the button and um, you can hear us. Yeah. On blo- on BlockTalkRadio.com. Talk you, Radio, you can join the show live. Uh, yes. Which is normally we're running a little late today, but is normally in the five o'clock hour uh, Monday through Friday. Um, but the fact is that and we realize this that most of our listenership, a large majority of our listenership, almost all of our listenership, actually, all of our, no, anyway, most of our listenership <laughs> is... Uh, even us. <laughs> even us. <laughs> we are, in fact, not live. No, we are. Um, but listens to the show 
on podcast various podcast networks, and we know that. So you can't call our number five one five six zero five nine eight 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 because we're not live when you're listening to the show. I wish it were different. I wish we could be with you all the time, but we can't be. You could dream about us in your dreams. We can't be. <laughs> but yeah. but no, we. Uh, it, this is a yeah. So most of most of you are are listening to this after we've already recorded the show live, and um, so to get involved on the live show, you go to Block Talk Radio. And what's the rest, Cornell? He's our producer. He knows more about this than I do. Um, what, what? Block Talk Radio, coast to coast. The Andy and Lloyd show. Push join. Button. And then. And then Easy. you could hear hear the show and join us live. And you can also call into the show. And this happened, uh, that was remarkable. It was a Friday show. I think we had a few people call who just wanted to monitor and listen in and were enjoying the show. And thank you for that, by the way, at uh, 515-605-9888. And you can just call. And when you get screened, if you get screened, you can just listen to the show. Just say, hey, I want to monitor the show. Thank you. You don't, you don't have to go on live. We, we won't embarrass you. You can also... On the Block Talk Radio website, chat with us, and I get all these chats. Let me go to the chat box here. Let's see what other kind of things I got. Yeah, here's some more. Andy, you're still here. Why? Um, <laughs> Andy, you bum you. That too. Oh, A- Andy, go back to your cave where you came from. Andy, uh, okay, anyway, I don't read that one. Um, hey, wait, guys, glad- Andy's got a lovely yeah. cave. You know, that one I like. Are you a guy or a girl? Yeah. Hey, but Andy, don't get it wrong that uh, there's a new show called The Andy and Amanda Show. Yes. Uh, yes, right. That's, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. Yes. That's, and, you're, and you're listening to it. Yes. yes. Surprise, surprise. Um, Andy and Amanda Show. <laughs> we have a little technical difficulties that we got to change up, but we'll get right to it. We'll get so. there. We're, we're, we are getting there. We are getting there. Um, I want to get back to what we were just talking about just a couple minutes ago um, regarding election, and this is scary, all right? Uh, the election is November 3rd. There's going to be many, millions, tens of millions of mail-in ballots which need to be counted. Some of the uh, of the postage dates, you know, the, it's got to be stamped on the, on the mail. You, know, you mail it, bam, it's got to be dated. Some states are actually the election day. So if it is postmarked November 3rd, they might get it November 4th or 5th. Your vote still counts, and that vote has to be counted, right? Some states are are prior to that, and there's everything in between. So Mm -hmm. the fact is, unless it's by some incredible landslide majority on election day itself, that would say it doesn't really matter what the mail-ins come because it's just from what we have already, the election's pretty much decided. And even though we're going to count all those votes, we already have over 270 votes for the next president, whether it be uh, Biden or Trump, right? So what Trump wants to do is use the Supreme Court and his new appointee to decide the election no matter what on election day, not let the mail-in votes count. And he right now said as much, and he's planning to take this to the Supreme Court on Election Day. Um, Listen up. Now, we're counting on the federal court system to make it so that we can actually have an evening where we know who wins, okay? Not where the votes are going to be counted a week later or two weeks later. We want a Supreme Court. We're going to take the Supreme Court on Election Day to see who who actually won. We're not going to wait for the votes to be counted. They were his words. We're not going to wait for the votes to be counted. So let me get this right. If they're not going to wait for the votes to be counted, how the hell are they planning on finding out who well, won? Let, let's get back to what I said just a little while ago on the show, that mm-hmm. the absentee – and the mail and, and I'll put it this way: the folks that are, for whatever reason, a variety of reasons, uh, are more likely not to be able to make it to the polls. Mm. Most of the the reason why this election is because COVID, because people are concerned for their safety and their health and their lives of and the course. lives of their loved ones, right? Yeah. Okay, that's let's say let's call that Group A. Group mm-hmm. B, other folks 
uh, no cars, no transportation, not feeling well, they're ill, they're in bed, they're living, they want to vote, they're active, they're listening to their show and watching TV and read newspapers and doing other things. For whatever reason, they can't make it to the polls. That whole group, A and B, are primarily made up of Democrat voters, folks who are more likely to vote Democrat than Republican in a general election. Right. So he's doing everything he possibly can, like Cornell just stated a few minutes ago, even sue mm-hmm. a state from allowing mail-in ballots because he knows that those mail-in ballots might make the difference of his being reelected or not. <laughs> so whatever he can possibly do to void mail-in ballots, make those votes not count, puts things in his favor. Because Absolutely. his favor, his people would much rather show up to the polls not wearing masks, saying, this is my mm. – I'm not wearing masks. I'm going to stand right next to you. I don't give a damn, and I'm going to vote in person. I'm not wearing a mask. That's a Trump supporter. Those are the people who are going to come out to the polls. Not to say, not to say that Democrats won't, or, and, and they will be wearing masks, and some many thousands, hundreds of thousands will be standing in lines for hours with masks on. Millions See, he, will be mailing in the ballot. Yeah. I'm going to ask a question. How about the people that's blind? Oh. Well, how would they what tradi- traditionally what, what happens is um, I believe that they get the uh, ballot read to them. I believe that's how that works. Yeah, but how about if it's the opposite of another person? That- yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> You know something? I don't know. You know something, Cornell? You check on that. Go ahead and check on it. Check on it. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, check on it now, and uh, let me let us know because I'm just. You know, it's a good question. It's a good question. The thing I was going to say to you guys is that you know, even though he's standing there with no mask on and he's 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 being the big I am. Forgive me for saying that, but. Um, he is defending himself about this book, saying that he was trying to keep the virus, uh, the seriousness of the virus situation away from the public because he, he wants to avoid panic. And yet he's saying in the press, you know, I don't need to wear a mask. Mm. That's a huge contradiction. He he is one big walking contradiction, if you... Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, here's what, um, well... You know, I'm sorry, I, mean, I just had to point that out. <laughs> no, it's interesting. No, I, I'm glad you did. I want to play another clip here from that same uh, rally, excuse me, demonstration, demonstration against stupidity uh, uh, that he held in North Carolina over the weekend. But our economic numbers are so good, they're staggering. They're the best we've ever had. Jobs, retail, stock market, everything. And this is with a lot of shutdowns by Democrats. That's all they're doing. On November 4th, they'll announce we've decided to open up. One of the teachers' uh, groups said, actually, one of the unions and one of the politicians in California said, no, uh, we're not going to do it. We need to do it. We should be open by uh, November 4th. That was not a good thing for them to say. That person, I think, was fired. I think. Whoa, uh, no. I got some news, y'all. Go ahead. Let me hear. Go ahead. Hmm. A man tried to vote amid um, COVID-19, but there was no safe options. That's hmm. all it said. Okay. Don Nitsky has lived nearly his entire life with visual impairment. And um, basically, they saying because of COVID nineteen, I mean, it's not safe. That's what it says. Okay, so they're being ruled out, basically, is what they're saying. Probably so. Don't quote me, quote me on that. Don't quote me okay. on the show. With that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't quote me either. Nothing I say on here. <laughs> don't quote any of us. <laughs> no, really. You know, can we talk. We're just we're just a bunch of musicians. We're like going to kill time during COVID guys. because we can't get out and play. <laughs> yeah, right. We are so lovely. <laughs> basically, I think, um, I mean. We're just passionate about change, aren't we? Let's, yeah, let's yeah. We just, right. We're trying to express our concerns. And, and, and you know what's so crazy when I. Um, and we're committed. Yeah. Up, it mm-hmm. wasn't too much, you know, not enough stuff came up that was viable 
you know, to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't say like that, but I don't yeah. think they mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nobody thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and how about people who can't hear? What do they do? That's what I'm saying. I looked that up too. No, I'm sorry. No, that wouldn't make sense. No, people, no. But if you can't hear, you can still write. Okay. That's yeah, what but I mean, I mean, yeah. 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 It's it's, yes. it's sad, but there is a way, and I know they're gonna make a way. Um. Yeah. 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 Amanda, what time is it over there? It's two twenty-eight, my darling. I just can't tell you how much we appreciate you staying up all hours of the night and doing the show with us. Yeah. Oh, but I love Thank being you. here. I love being here and and being a part of it all, darling. And hey, everybody across the whole world, please give Andy and Amanda a stand up station. I want to hear oh. it. a space station. Oh. A what? <laughs> give a them a space station. <laughs> oh, we could have a word That's with true. Elon Musk about that one. <laughs> yes. Please give Andy and Amanda a space station and get them off this planet. We'll all be better off. Thank you very much. Now we'll, we'll uh, broadcast from Mars. Excellent. Yeah, you got it. Here, y- yeah, you bet. You bet. Because a lot of people don't know. Have a, man? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people put in a lot of work. I think Trump's trying to get in here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, Would wait, you wait, rather have a man? Would okay. you rather have a man? What would I, I, you rather have man? a man? <laughs> well, I don't know about. I, you know, I, I, to each his own. Tick tock, 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 tick tock. Yeah, see, that's what he says to you after he's asked the question. He's waiting for you to answer. I love everybody. Oh Oh my gosh! Yeah, we know. I actually like women much more than I like men. Well, thank you, Donald. Thanks very much. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah. He actually uh, does like men, then, by the sounds of it, too. Yeah, he just he likes women men. more. Excellent. Yes. Cool. How many women are on his cabinet? He's he's got Julie. What's her name? The head of the education, who's never mm-hmm. been in a, in a public school in her life. Ever, oh, and, she's, really? and she's head of the Department of Education. Okay. So basically, he's giving jobs to people. Just rent. He just say you got the job like that. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, no background. Not even a postal inspector. Whole, he's never been in a post office. The only thing he's ever done was lick a stamp. Crazy. Wow. Anyway, we could beat this. To, I'm sure we will continue to. Let's go on and talk about the state of uh, the coronavirus and the uh, CDC. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control uh, and uh, Prevention on Monday abruptly, I don't remember this, they, they made an announcement on Friday and, and changed their tune pretty quickly. Uh, they mm. abruptly reverted to its previous guidance about how the coronavirus is transmitted, removing language about airborne transmission it had posted just a few days ago. Um, they, this is, I'm quoting the CDC. It says, a draft version of proposed changes to these recommendations was posted in error to the agency's official website. CDC is currently updating its recommendations regarding airborne transmission of SARS-CoV-2. That's COVID. Uh, that's what creates COVID virus. Once this process has been completed, the update language will be posted. So basically what they said is that um, this COVID virus can, in fact, be transmitted by standing within six feet or maybe a little more than six feet of somebody who is infected, who speaks, who sings, talks, sneezes, coughs, whatever it might be. And they and they they go back and forth on this. So and that's just, you know, a heads up to everybody, you know, just to be careful, wash your hands, social distancing, wear a mask and so forth. Are people wearing masks over there, uh, Amanda? Yes, they are, sweetheart. Although um, I took a wander into town today to pick up a few things, and uh, you'd be surprised at how many people were walking around without a mask. And that surprised me very much, Mm -hmm. though, considering how serious things are getting here very quickly. Mm. More so today, you know, with the numbers going up and and Boris Johnson uh, going to appear on live television tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
with uh, new restrictions. Uh, I'm not sure if you've got any more to add to this curfew, but it'd be interesting to find out what that is. Um, something needs to be done very quickly, and it's nice to know he's all over it. I mean, like I said, he doesn't want this this national lockdown, but more and more places are going into a strict lockdown at the moment. So it's it's mm. county at the moment by county. So we shall see what occurs. So I'll fill everybody in on that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and back in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, near where you are, Cornell, uh, are people wearing masks back there? To be honest with you, I see some. I see a few. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I see people mm-hmm. wearing masks, but then I feel, you know, hmm. Sure. Here in LA, I, I must say, in LA County, you go down to Orange County. That's it's a, a very large population of Trump supporters down there, and you see fewer people wearing masks, but a lot of people wearing masks. And all, in all due respect to them, um, in LA, uh, very few people without masks. I mean, almost nobody. You go to any store. I mean, every, well, first of all, you can't go into a store without one. But even walking mm. around the street, even, you know, if I'm taking a walk by myself or riding a bike or going to hike in the woods and there's nobody around, I mean, just, even when I'm walking through the car across the parking lot to the store, if there's no mm. people, I'm not putting my mask on. So just before I go in or until I see myself coming in close contact with other people. Um, but but you see in L.A., a lot of people walking around just there's nobody around and they're wearing a mask and they're, yeah. they're wearing a mask every time. And you're seeing people drive in their cars when there's just by themselves. Wearing a mask. God forbid your car should get this thing. Yeah. I, I never got that. I never um, got that one. When when they in the car by themselves, they still wearing a mask. I don't. I mean, tell me something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's probably. I don't get yeah, it's something else. But uh, I I don't know. You know, it's maybe it's because they think of this whole airborne thingy. You know, I mean, even in the car, you're not safe because you still got air coming into the car, right? So maybe these people are thinking that with it being airborne, that it's it's a bit more disastrous than standing too close to somebody. I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And again, we're we're about two hundred thousand deaths here in the United States, folks. That's a real number. And and oh. Trump is and you know Trump is there saying we need to open states up. We need to open states up. We need to open up Michigan. Come November fourth, we're going to open everything up. And um, he he didn't mention in his rallies the two hundred thousand people, close to two hundred thousand people that have died. It's open up states, open up states, open up classrooms. He doesn't mention the deaths of close to two hundred thousand Americans in the process. It's it's. Do you really know this stuff as well? I mean, everybody out there, if you listen to our show, please put a mask on and wash your hands because this stuff is really real. It's yeah, real. It is. It is. Nothing to play with. It's not a joke. No. It is. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And that 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 is. It was so tragic, actually, that a friend of Somebody mine. Yeah, Sorry, darling. Sorry, sweetheart. Hello. Please finish. No, 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 go ahead, I insist. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, dear, a dear friend of mine um, had a friend, a very old friend who died recently from the COVID thing, and it happened within eight days of yeah. them, you know, yeah. having this, and it, it shocked everyone, including me, um, because obviously I, I'm, I'm reading all the reports, I'm hearing all these things, but to have somebody that you know have a friend who died of it is very close to home. It hits more knowing that. And I've been very blessed to not have everyone, anyone I love that is close to me um, experience this. But seeing it through my friend's eyes, it's very sad. I had a friend of mine that went through it, but he um, got got cured. And he said the pain, it was so painful that he went wishing on his worst enemy. Wow. He couldn't breathe. He said his back hurt so bad. Wow. And he said, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. He said, it, yeah. he said, ever want to go through that again. He said, yeah. he'd rather die than go through that again. That's crazy. Of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's serious. I mean, we're not trying to scare our listeners, by the way. We're not no. trying to throw yeah. fear into you. No. We're just trying to keep Practice people safe. Fighting. 
if I asked you guys what would be the biggest difference between 2016 and the election we had at that time in that era and 2020, what would you say? Um, biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Biggest difference. It's, it's, it's definitely way bigger. A bigger difference. I mean. Yeah, but what is the difference? What What is that difference? It was peaceful then. <laughs> Here's what Donald Trump has to say, the biggest difference between 2016 and 2020. Somebody said, what's the biggest difference between 2016 and now? You know what I said? Fox. Biggest difference. Biggest difference. I don't know what. Fox television is the biggest difference between 2016 and 2020. Uh, My my senior intern here is is dancing and waving and jumping up and down and saying, yes, you're right. (laughs) But. No. Uh, that, again, Fox Television is the biggest difference. You heard him say it. Those were his words. I didn't, that wasn't me doing a Trump impersonation. But why? I'll play it again. I, want, I can't believe it. I'll play this again. Somebody said, what's the biggest difference between 2016 and now? You know what I said? Fox. Biggest difference. Biggest difference. I don't know what. So is he, is he suggesting... The, the kind of material they put out there, or am I being uh, a little he, dumb here? Yeah, his friends, his, you know, also, yeah, he, he said that also, um, you know, he's talking about um, a woman's place in society, a woman's place. Listen to this, listen to this. This just gets, goes on and on and on. And, and if I, well, let me play this first. Let me play this first. <laughs> I see him all over the place. They're great. I hope your husbands are okay with it. I hope your husbands Whoa. are okay with it. Women being out. Women being out at the rally. Wow, look at them all. Look so at them all. Sexist. Hope your husbands are okay with it. Look at look at all these women. Hope your husbands are okay. They must be good men. Yeah, all your women are out there. Yeah. Hope your husbands are okay with it. Give me wow. a break. Give me a break. Wow. And this. Uh, oh my God. I'm the five one five six two five nine eight 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 is the number to join our show. This is the Coast to Coast Live program. We have Amanda Love in across the pond, across the ocean, five or six thousand miles away from me in Los Angeles, and I'm Andy Kimball. <laughs> yeah, and, and we just a few, yeah, and uh, Andy <laughs> Kimball here in L.A. and uh, Cornell Butler, who produces the show, is. Um, uh, on the East Coast again. What country? I don't. Uh, let me think. I know. I know it. I know it. I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> got it. Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> oh, Andy. We do have a caller here. We do have a caller. We're going to. Uh, we're just going. We're not going to screen. We're just going to go ahead and join this caller. Hello. 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 Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, this is me, Vince, again. Right now, I'm just going to listen to you guys. Oh, thank you. Are welcome, you are welcome thank you so to. And, and thank, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. We'll put you no, on monitor. No problem. Okay. Thank okay. you for calling. Yeah. Wow. That's so, yeah, I, again, and, and again, thanks for, thanks for listening. The, um, we had a bunch of folks Friday from different parts of the country, and uh, I think we had an international, was that a text or call, I don't remember, who uh, was enjoying listening to what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And, and while we're doing, folks, again, uh, on this is, I think, show number 59, I believe, or 59th episode, um, that we talk about the news, we talk about reality, the facts, what's going on, and we do a lot of fact-checking here. And, and we do want and value your opinion, your input, your words, talk Absolutely. about your life. How, how are the things that we talk about on the show? And even things we don't talk about, things we haven't talked about yet that we should be talking about, maybe in your opinion. Um, and we're, we're open to that, obviously. But how, how does the uh, environment living in affect you and your life, your loved ones, your, your friends, your family, your existence on, on the planet? How, yeah. how are you doing? Is everybody okay? Are we happy? Are we doing all right? I and, would love uh, to know these things. I think it's important that we hear these things because, you know, as you hear Andy talk many a time very passionately about the things that need to change and it affects all of us and we know it affects you too. So, you know, please don't be afraid to call in and um, share your thoughts and feelings with us. We don't bite and uh, we'd enjoy having your company, right? Yes. Well, I don't know I don't know about the part about biting. I'm getting a little hungry here. So that might, might, oh, really? I don't know about that. 
don't know. I'm oh, wait, he's got some right cakes now. left. You got some cakes left? <laughs> yeah, where's my tasty cakes? Head for the cakes. <laughs> Folks, I'll oh, go yeah. over the... I want to go over the. We're going to be talking about these names more in detail as the week progresses. And these are the names on the, let's say the, the top ten, the top five list of potential Supreme Court nominees. Right now, I'm going to not go into the bios right now because we're short on time, but we'll pick that up on tomorrow's show. Um, but here are the names that, if they're not in the news now, they will be in the news soon. And uh, um, and please read up on these names yourself because, again, you'll see that we don't make this stuff up when we talk about them and then shed our own opinions about you know what, what life might be like given various scenarios with these people on the Supreme Court or not. Uh, name one is Amy Coney Barrett, Amy C-O-N-E-Y Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T. Uh, she was a clerk for the late uh, uh, Justice Antonin Scalia, if you remember, um, and was um, – Anyway, I'm not going to go into to a biography, as I said. The next one is Barbara Lagoa. It's L-A-G-O-A. Um, next one is Allison Jones Rushing. And those are the – I think he's going to pick a woman. I, I really feel pretty certain of that. So we're going to leave – I've got other names. I've got men here, too, that are, that are probably – Pretty substantive candidates, I would think, given their backgrounds and what they're what they've done in their their uh, lives as federal judges. Uh, but we're going to leave it and talk mostly about those three because I think to go further than that would be a waste of time and energy. Could be wrong, could be wrong, but I think he's going to pick a, a woman, and if he does pick a woman, I think it's going to be from that list. Russian uh, is I a believe. good candidate, though, right? Because that means she might get some some work done very speedily. Who's that? <laughs> Uh, what's the latest first name? Some, something rushing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Allison Jones rushing. Yes, she might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A speedy worker. <laughs> she gets the job done. You know, she was on, well, she does, hey, you know, she's on the fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals since uh, her last Senate confirmation, which was in um, March. Was that last? No, not to, it could have been last. It was March 2019, so a little more than a year awesome. ago. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Born in 19. No, no, it's spooky to me. This is just kind of weird. I mean, you know, What's that? The world goes around yeah. the sun. We all get older. We can't. Nothing we can do to stop that, obviously. But I, I, like, she was, she was born in 1982. I remember. Really? I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay, so she's folks, a couple of years younger than me. Wow. Yeah. That a couple, <laughs> a couple, and and many, 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 many years younger than I. A, a nine, 92, one more lift, I'll look like Joan Rivers used to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But anyway, Andy. we're going to talk about those names. Um, tune in tomorrow and Wednesday. Wednesday, we'll have, well, tomorrow's a brief show, abbreviated show. And uh, and Wednesday is a, a, a full-length show. And we did something different this time. I kind of combined, combined, excuse me, two programs, gave us a little more time today. I want to see how that would work out as an experiment. It's going to be okay. But anyway, um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to the show. Thank you to our new listeners in the country of Spain. Welcome aboard. I think yes, welcome. Country right 1,600 wow. listeners, 1,600 folks, and that number is growing by 50 or 60 a day. Um, please tell folks you know and, and get involved in the show. This is about you. We're, you know, we're, we're occupying time. We're talking about things that we think are important. We're, we're just folks on the street decided to do this, to, to do what we can to make a difference, hopefully. That's, that's what we're doing. So, so tell the folks who you know to get involved in the show as well, okay? It's not just you. It's who you know and who they know. Let's all do this together. Let's be, do this together. We can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, that we motto? can. We can. Yes. So, uh, that being said, um, on behalf of Amanda Love in the United Kingdom, on behalf of Cornell Butler back in Pennsylvania, my name is Andy Kimball. This is the Coast to Coast program. Uh, for the most part, we here are here with you Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. California time, whatever the appropriate time is in your time zone, so be it. Um, folks, we'll see you tomorrow, and we want to thank you very much for, uh, for tuning in. Any last words? We have a few seconds left, guys. Uh, try and keep smiling and be safe and um, you know we're in this together we sure are thank you folks 
Appreciate having you on board. Take care. Bye, everyone. I want to go back on. Shower here. I'm sorry, man. One second. I'm sorry. Run late. Cornell, let's run a quick beer and I'll, uh, I'll join in just a couple minutes. Thanks. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.